We are not our name, we are not our race, we are not our sexuality, they're just experiences. We are consciousness, infinite awareness, having experience. Welcome, student of the universe, to another amazing, amazing, amazing interview with one of my good friends, Sarah White. And to be honest, guys, I can't wait to actually have her on the show. We're going to talk about becoming a yoga teacher, self-development, and deep teacher empowerment. And since I met her on Instagram, we've never met live before, but since I met her, I'm super impressed and inspired by her on a daily basis. So, Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. That was a, <laughs> that was a good intro. I'm liking it already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you like it. I was, I was like practicing it for, yeah. I think, almost two weeks now. Nice. No joke. No Nailed joke. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm really, really, to be honest, I'm really, really, really happy to have you on the show. First of all, like, we've been talking only over Instagram and now having, like, I don't know how long this interview will go, but to have you on the show and to talk with you about a topic or topics which I think are super, super beneficial and inspiring for every single person out there, and no matter what kind of area they're working in, it's just, it's just amazing. 100% and I need to tell you as well I'm super impressed I actually used to follow you you never used to follow me back in the day when you was a Dubai PT and I was oh, like oh yeah. this guy's cool he's different he's doing movement and now look at you <laughs> yeah you know I, I was riding a different wave at that time for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah um, I think I would love to start this this beautiful conversation with like how your yogi path like how your yoga path started and how it developed to like i don't know like how many followers do you have now on instagram and like mm, 42 point something and and i remember and and i'm i don't want to bring that up to say like, yeah. oh wow it's about followers but no. i just remember how you started and yeah. where you are right now with like pr like providing so many beautiful things to people out there to actually work on themselves, to get in a better physical shape, to connect with themselves, to work on themselves, and to also develop themselves. And that's why I would just love to to jump back when it started and then to move on. Yeah, so um, Yoga Journey officially started in 2016. So nearly four years ago, it was like the summer 2016. and. As like anyone, when they kind of get pulled into yoga, sometimes it's to do with the mental state. And I was in a pretty mm -hmm. crappy time of my life and I felt awful, um, suffering from high bouts of anxiety, panic attacks. And I was like, okay, something needs to be done. And so I plucked up the courage to go to my first yoga class. And from that point, I remember just being in class and that was the only hour within for last year or even like six months that I felt whole and that I felt connected. And that's what got me into the yoga. Um, I was super lucky to have amazing teachers out here in Dubai. And as soon as I managed to surrender to the practice pretty quickly, 
And as soon as I started feeling the benefits it was having, not only to my body, but in my life and my mental state off of the mat, it was within six months. I was like, I had this knowing of, I need to give this to people. Like I want to help people who were in the same state that I was to, um, to get this kind of wholeness, this fullness that it gives me. So within one year, I'd started my teacher training. My teacher training took one year and then um, I was doing it while I was flying as cabin crew. Mm -hmm. And then after one year of training, so two years total of practice, I started teaching. <laughs> like just, just, just for everyone who's listening, cabin crew means like she was, she was a flight attendant for yeah. Emirates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, total of, was it two years practicing and teacher training? And then, yeah, I went, I was like, okay, I need to quit my job now <laughs> and go full on yoga teacher. And I've been doing that now for two years. Have you been, have you been scared when you quit your job? Oh, hundred percent. I don't, I think anyone, when you have that sense of security hmm. And it's the norm, right? I remember coming, like getting up to quit and I was telling people I'm bored and they were like, oh my God, are you sure? And then the second mm. question would be, yeah, but you're married, right? You've got like a husband supporting you and stuff. I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 like, should I? <laughs> um, yeah, but I was very adamant in my path. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, the reason I asked this question is, Because I think sometimes like when people follow other people or when people hear stories and, and see where people are right now, they think that this step to actually like quit your job or to whatever it is, like sometimes it seems like it is an easy thing to do, but no matter whoever I met, if it was my own, myself, like you or other people, Matt or whoever it was, It's such a big step and, and I just want, the reason I'm sharing this is because it's okay to feel scared. It's okay to be like, to have that feeling of insecurity and all those kind of things. You know what I mean? And yeah. We would, get, we would get towards self-development later also, but I think it's a very beautiful kind of like thing to bring up because I think sometimes people think, oh, You feel so empowered and you're not fearful, you're not scared, you're not insecure or whatever. And then you just quit your job. But that's that's not actually how reality is, you know. No, and it's it's a battle that even still now, two years down the line, I was having mm -hmm. this conversation with my sister literally yesterday. I was like, I feel like I am in a constant duality of mm. wanting to grow and do things outside my comfort zone. But in doing that is the fear and those kind of I always say it's the heart I know what I've got within me mm. but mm. it's the heart battling alongside the mind the thoughts mm. of what we've been conditioned to think you know wow wow like <laughs> you were you were sending me like I think 30 minutes ago you were you were sending me a message towards the stories I was posting and <laughs> I would just love to break some an experience I had like one hour ago. Like I'm building up my website right now. And I was thinking about like, okay, I'm, I'm offering meditations, like guided meditations in my in my online yoga classes. So mm -hmm. why not offering 
online guided meditation on Insight Timer. So I went on Insight Timer. And the first thing I saw was Russell Brand, Tara Bragg, Moji, all those famous people who made so many, so many things in their lives, right? Like they already like reached enlightenment or whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. they have multi-billion dollar businesses and stuff like that. And the first story I was telling myself was, yeah, you're not good enough. Like I, my mind immediately switched into comparison and told like this old program, this old story of mine came up. I'm not good enough. And I put myself in this box of self-limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. which were kind of like, you know, it's like a suit, which is way too small. And you can feel that something is not right. But because you've been living with it for so long, it became, you became used to it. You know what I mean? But still, there's something which wants to come out. And then I was sitting there and I was like, bro, man, like there's so many different unique ways to share one thing. You know, that's yeah. why there's so many yoga teachers out there. That's why. Every single yoga teacher has their own kind of light they share. Yeah, and it's, and it's yeah. I think this whole thing as well. People are like, "Don't compare, don't compare," and I'm like, mm. "Yes, I understand that, but it is human nature that this is yeah. the thing. Like, you see these people who have been on their journeys for years, and it is intimidating to kind of go into that system." But you have to remember, like, everything in life is a process. And if you don't yeah. start doing it now, you are not going to refine who you are and what you want to give if you literally just sit back and you stay in the mind. So it's that whole, the yoga lives in the action as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's actually going out yeah. there, doing the stuff that, yes, it makes you feel scared. Yes, okay. I have even still now, even yesterday, I was telling whoever I was talking to, I was like, I just don't feel like I'm good enough to do this. But then mm. it's being able to stop yourself and be like, no, you are what you're giving will be of value. And the yes. only way to progress as well now for yourself is like trial and error, right? Okay, this yes. is the first wow. time that I'm going to do it. But I need yeah. this first time to be able to review, reflect, and they say, okay, now, now how, where can I go from here? How can I make that experience for myself and for someone else better? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. And, and I, I don't know why, but a conversation with one of my good friends, George, came up right now where we're talking about comparison. And most of the time, what our brain does it's not actually comparison the facts, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's the stories we're creating about the other person. Because when, when I look at Russell Brand, he's first of all, I think double the, no, no, okay, he's not double the age of mine, I'm 28. But he's, <laughs> definitely, he's definitely 10 or maybe more than 10 years older, right? Or Moji, whatever. They are older than mine. They are on that path for way longer than I do. Mm -hmm. They do this for so And then what I, what I could see and what I could look through throughout the last couple of weeks is we're not actually comparing the work they do let's say it's a yoga class or a guided meditation we're, we're comparing ourselves mm -hmm. with the other person it's status it's yeah and that's yeah. what we need to get rid of and we have to remember like when we're talking in things of yoga and we're talking about our own dharma yeah it is their dharma is completely different to us. Now they might have been project, tra projected. Is that a word? Traject. Yeah. What am I trying to say? <laughs> they, like to be honest, I don't know. They might have 
got to a place a quicker way because their dharma leads them there you know yeah. so we can you can you can you real quick like give a little insight of dharma for maybe people who never heard about that oh, term <laughs> like not a big one slam me with it right now <laughs> like would you say it's it's like the life path they are on yeah like the path they are born in so it's maybe i'd say that your dharma is not necessarily your job but it will be what you have graced this earth with your presence to do mm. you know that's enough that's perfect Sarah. that's <laughs> enough like we don't have to go deeper into that i know this is a big topic by itself for sure but yeah um no i'm i definitely agree with you i definitely agree with you and and the interesting thing like we were collecting some questions right from people mm -hmm. um and especially from your followers because they're super interested in like what are you doing sarah like how is it how is it possible that you all do all those things and etc and a question that came up which was very interesting is if you set up before you left emirates and i'm pretty sure like this question resonates with a lot of people who are living in the uae i was living in the uae and i met a lot of people who were working for emirates and yeah they are thinking about maybe doing their own thing like following their passion or whatever it is yeah they so everyone and i think they use it as a bit of an excuse now that they see me two years down the line they were like Yeah, but you had everything set up before you left your job. And I'm ah. like, no, <laughs> I didn't have any privates. The one thing before I resigned, I actually said, mm. like, I made this promise to the universe. I was like, okay, when I resign, that is mm. my kind of commitment to the universe and to this dream. So when once I resign and I've committed and I'm fully into that path, that's when things will start opening up. Um, mm. So I didn't have any group classes. The first, after I resigned, I got offered four group classes a week, which everyone's like, yeah, that's security. No, in Dubai, like those four group classes would earn me 600 dirham, which is about, what, $100 yeah, a week? It's not when my rent at that time was like a thousand pound a month <laughs> so <laughs> when they're like you had things set up I was like hell no I hustled <laughs> to get yeah. there but um again it's kind of I know we'll get on to the personal development but I kind of got not really got rid of the limiting beliefs but I understood that they were there and how to manage them and I said no I'm gonna make this work mm. you know And it was graft. I had no privates. I had only those four classes to come back to in the end of September, start of October. And then I was like, okay, the next year is building it up. Mm. So I didn't really have that security before I left. Did you have some savings? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so the savings were the kind of cushion if I needed them. Mm -hmm. Um But I think as well, this is one thing that I say, if you have the, I didn't have the flexibility to be able to start teaching while I was flying because yeah. I couldn't give um, consistency. And I think that's an uh, important thing as a teacher is saying, okay, on this days, this week, this is when I'm turning up and this is when I'm available. And my schedule didn't give me that freedom. So it, for mm. me, it was literally all or nothing. Would I recommend that to people? If you can do it a different way, then for sure, 
try that first because it's less gut-wrenching and it's less terrifying. Mm. But if it's the only way that you can do it and commit to something that you know you want to do, as in you know in your heart this is the path that you want to be on, then 100% go for it. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, definitely. And and I think I would love to add something to this whole kind of topic, like there, if there's a setup, like, and it, it's, it's so it's so beautiful because it brings me to all my kind of like quitting my job, leaving, mm -hmm. like having no money, but still going out. I think it's important to, you know, not be stupid and naive to just do things like without thinking about them. Yeah. But I also, I think, trying to build up the perfect setup sometimes keeps you in your head and actually holds you back from stepping out and doing it. Yeah, 100%. You know? It's like, and I think sometimes the mind looks for these excuses. I see it yeah. all the time. Then people are like, yeah, well, I'm just going to wait till this, this and this. And I'm like, why are you waiting? Yeah. You know, it's because yeah. it, it gives them a pause and it's like, okay, I, I don't need to commit, which I think yeah. is a big um, issue. And I think it's also interesting, I think, what we've learned, right? Especially people who've been raised up in Western society. Um, we've never actually learned with, with sitting like uncomfortable feelings or fear or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, let, let's say you want to quit your job and you want to actually just live the life you always dreamt of mm -hmm. and like doing, becoming a yoga teacher, like, like sitting with it, like to actually just sit down. And it doesn't have to be a meditation. You can go on a walk. You can go in nature, wherever you feel like comfortable. And then just being there and allowing yourself to feel whatever comes up, you know, to be fearful. Yeah. Because it's part of our human experience, right? And then to actually also allow allow yourself to be like, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. I don't, because I think we're living in a world right now where everyone has to be badass. It's about like, <laughs> You know, bro, like hustle 24-7, you have to be badass, there's no weaknesses, you know. But I think it created such a, like, such a, a harmful way to actually allow ourselves to sit with those kind of feelings and to admit that we feel that way, yeah. that it's okay to be fearful, that I'm, I'm scared, I'm, I'm terrified, like, I'm sad, whatever it is, like, all those like, you know, negative feelings, what we label as negative, to actually just see that those feelings are not negative. They're just like a different energy which arises within your body. And then to sit with them and allow yourself to be with them. Is, and to make space. I think it also helps. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I like that yeah. you're saying about the whole macho kind of um, the harmful way of dealing with it. I honestly believe that when people are like, oh, no, I'm not allowed to feel it, you're actually numbing your human experience. And yes. that's the problem. We've all been brought up to chase security. When, when we look at the world, what is secure? Nothing. Nothing. It is, it nothing. Is nothing. You can have the best job, the best life, the house, the kids, the family. <laughs> yeah. But it can go within a second. And that's it's, the biggest lie of society at the minute is the fact it's, that it's crazy. you can build your own security. When actually, if you look yeah. at finding safety within yourself, and I say safety and not security, mm. it's holding that wholeness within, right? And like you say, allowing yeah. space for the negative thoughts for the fear like of course you're going to be scared going into the unknown but the only way to make the unknown known and more familiar 
is to experience it and to allow space for it and to breathe into mm. it a little bit. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So much. And I, I, I remember I was talking to, I was, I was living in a Buddhist monastery for one month um, and I was talking to one of, one of those monks and, and I was telling him like, look, I have this friend. He's like super educated and have already bought his house and all those things. He has a car. He, he, he doesn't have like, you know, like, he bought it all by his earned money, you know, and he has all those things. And I was talking about security. And then he, he looked at me, he turned around and he looked at me and he said, like, what do you have? And then I said, like, I only have a passport and like my backpack and that's it. You know what I mean? And then he said, like, no, ask yourself, who's really secure? Because... Having all those things, that's what, what we've been told, right? Having all those things gives us security. But the thing is, those things can be taken away from you in a second, like you said. And where is then your security? So like you said, building up that, that security within yourself, giving you the space to feel secure in your abilities, in your own being. I think this is the most beautiful thing you can, you can experience and also like you... To get to, to know, get to know you, know you know what I mean? Because it actually allows you to, like you said, to do things you've never done before. And you're even scared, like scared and fearful. But you do them anyway, because you know, there's nothing like what holds you back. It's just like the stories yeah. we're telling us. And I think that's where the whole impairment does come in. is because you are able to see your own ability on how you adapt to these situations. So you're testing mm. yourself in situations that you've never been in and you come out relatively unscathed <laughs> and you're like, yeah, holy crap. Like I, I did that. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, you just, you gain so much more faith in yourself mm. and then the less you'll depend on the kind of external things and the external stuff that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I to, I, to be honest, I really like how this conversation yeah, goes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, the next question, like, which came up was, how long do I have to be doing yoga to start teaching? And, and I think I would love to hear your opinion on that, like coming, you know, like doing yoga for one year and then doing your yoga teacher training and about all the beliefs we have in the world right now how long we should do things to actually do things. Yeah, like I am from a very different um, standpoint to a lot of the yoga world now where everyone's mm. like, you have to be practicing for this amount of time to be able to give someone the experience of yoga. But mm. for me, it is a very personal journey and I came through it quite quick and I think it depends on what you've experienced in the time of learning to be honest and where you've come from within your background so for me i knew i was ready to teach yoga because of what i experienced the change within me right mm. and if you honestly know that okay i really want to be a yoga teacher but then in the back of your head you're like but my teachers say i've got to be practicing for three years and i need to have done this this and this training again that's something that's limiting you if you know mm. that, okay, the, the thought of being a yoga teacher comes from the right intent because you have something already to give. And I'm telling you, it's, it'll be like a bubbling at the surface, you know. It's like I have 
this need to help to learn to guide then it doesn't matter if you've been practicing yoga six months or ten years to me do it yeah yeah i definitely agree with that and i think the point i would love to add is that we are our like we ourselves are our biggest teachers <laughs> like the experience we make with ourselves like you said the experience you had which gave you that feeling of this is what i want mm -hmm. to do like no one can take no it from one. you no one like and he can be the best yoga teacher in the whole world an enlightened being like you should not like and this is not or that's how i do it like i will always return back to my own experience yeah. or actually see if what another person is talking or saying to me if it's valid for me yeah. because there's no right and wrong there are so many different truths out there there's so many different stories so many different approaches and they're all they're all man-made you know what i mean like just because we look at a different just because we look at another person in a different way or maybe we look at them as a role model or whatever like it's okay. It's, a, it's okay like to also question what they say 100 percent, and you know like, we've got to remember like there's what seven billion people on the world that's seven billion yeah. different paths different perspectives and our own experiences like you say me and you can go through the same kind of training but what we've been through as a person and life outside we might take something totally different and this is yeah. the thing i think as well in yoga people think you have to be very rigid and stick to kind of one line of discipline or stick to mm. the usual kind of alignments. And it's like, no, find your own truth, your own truth from what you've experienced, not just what you're reading in books. And then teach from a place that's very authentic. I think that's the thing because you can't mm. fake it, especially if you want to give something to someone, you mm. need to have experienced it yourself. Definitely agree. And I had Carlos Tao. Um, he's also like a yoga teacher, movement magician, however you want to call him on the show, like on last yeah. Friday. And he was talking about, we kind of lost this sense for the magic we have within ourselves. Yeah. We kind of like tried to put a box onto ourselves, which is called, you can call it yoga, fitness, powerlifting, bodybuilding, no matter what it is. We put it, we put that onto ourselves and then we, we, we we kind of like limiting ourselves but like actually it's about experiencing the magic within yeah. us right it's about experiencing like 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 when we look at ourselves right as a human being and when we look at the physical body like we're fucking crazy <laughs> we're fucking badass like, we don't see that right like we just think like yeah i'm just seeing what's out there i'm hearing i'm speaking like my blood is running through i'm yeah. breathing and when we look at that we don't control anything of that we have control, we have control but most of the time we like it's happening yeah. to us and, this is fucking yeah badass. and that's the sign of the life force right this force that's behind everything yeah. that's kind of that you need to trust in like something has yeah. your back if you can do all this stuff mm -hmm. while i'm literally just sat on a sofa <laughs> there's something yeah. bigger behind all of this <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. Definitely, and that's where it is. Like to turn back mm -hmm. into that, you know what I mean. And 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 I, I think that's why I'm so fascinated, you know, with myself yes. as as a human being, 
and with movement and yoga and fitness and all those kind of things to actually get to know myself yeah. better, to step back. And we can talk about the physical body and then there are other topics like the mental body, the, our energy mm -hmm. system, prana, life force, like it's all connected. Yeah, that's... And the more we turn inward, like... That's what I was going to say. It's the connections that gets me. And just yes, bringing it back yes. to the whole teaching and stuff. It's like not boxing yourself to mm. create that awareness of the connections, right? To open up the different paths that may not have been known to you before. So I'm very much a liberal kind of teacher because I honestly think as mm. well, the dogmatic yoga practice, though it's okay and some people do need that, that rigidity and that kind of discipline it still yeah. limits you as a human it still puts you in a box mm. and say okay this is how you do it this is the rules and this is what you should feel when there is just so much more to experience mm. outside of that amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs> done mic drop yeah. finished <laughs> mic drop boom Yeah, like you're so right. You're so right. And and this is what it is, right? It's unfolding. It's not limiting ourselves. It's not making us small. It's unfolding to see that we have infinite potential. Like it's yeah. insane. It's insane. Um, what is the best advice you would give to actually choose a yoga teacher training? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, there's two things. One's very much like you say, I'm talking from experience I know you had a totally different experience to me with the yoga teacher so you can come in on this one but hmm. one would be choose your teacher not taking a course because it's the cheapest or you know what I mean <laughs> like oh but this one's only three thousand yeah. dollars like choose your teacher wise, wisely and choose the style depending on the type of people that you're going to teach and the stuff that you like to teach. So mm. the, when I'm on about the type of style, if you're going for a yoga teacher training in India, for instance, and it's very traditional and it's very geared towards that kind of body, then how are you going to translate that into the Western world? It's keeping an open mind there. Um, also your teacher, it's you're learning everything from them right so that connection that kind of mm. relatability has to be there and secondly what I loved about my teacher training um, because as well I had a lot of um, anxiety self-esteem self-confident issues the fact that my teacher mm. training took one year to complete was mm. you did the same like yeah. Matt did right so taking one year to complete it for me was the best kind of decision because it gave me time to digest, mm. to implement, but then also work on myself to a point that, okay, I've got one year to kind of gain that confidence to understand what's mm. happening within me to make myself ready to then go out into the world. But I want to know your thoughts on that because you did it within a month, right? Yes, yes. Like, just before we go yeah. into that, like, one year means, like, just for the people, just they have a little bit, it's, it doesn't mean that you're at a yoga teacher training like, <laughs> no. for one year. It, it, uh... I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I was there living for a year, dedicated every day. No, I was, um, <gasps> I was still flying at the time. So we would do, like, one module, one weekend every month. 
So mm. we'd do a whole weekend of training, of teaching, of learning, and then it's okay, go away, do your homework, implement, think about the things that you've learned, and then come back next month, and then we add on top of that. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like Matt, Matt was telling yeah. me about that. It's a friend of it's a friend of ours, like who did the same teacher training, who's a yoga teacher now too. Like, yeah, I think it's a very beautiful mm -hmm. approach, and like you said, you know, there are many different yeah. approaches. And from my own personal experience, like I first would love to jump on that. There's a reason why you're in this class with this yoga teacher, and why you felt super connected mm -hmm. to them. And if you already thought about like becoming a yoga teacher and you end up in a class which resonates with you on such a deep level, then allow yourself to choose that teacher, even if the yoga teacher training is more expensive than, like you said, than, than the one in India or one with another teacher or the one they offer online, whatever it is. Like for me, I think and I did mine with Megan Curry. Um, and for sure that because she's well known like it's kind of like more expensive yeah. right and that gave me a big struggle to be honest that gave me a big struggle because I I didn't have the money but I knew and it was it was the beginning of last year 2019 I I joined the class with her and I knew if I want if I want to become a yoga teacher trainer this is the person I'm going to learn from. I knew it. I knew it. And then at one point, for sure, my mind came in telling me the stories. You don't have the money mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And the interesting thing, it, it, it worked out somehow that I would get the money together <laughs> and that I would end up having the teacher training with Megan Curry because I believe that it was my, it was meant to be. And to be honest, I'm really grateful that I had my dad at this time because my dad was my dad was telling me, you know, why do you want to actually, because I was thinking about doing other teacher trainings, you know, because they were less expensive. And my dad was telling me, you know, if you like that, you know, if you like this specific book about yoga, why do you want to buy another one, which is talking about the same topic, but this book like catches your attention. It draws you towards it like why yeah. you know what i mean and i understand that for sure they are limited that you know like if you don't have if you can't afford it then maybe save the money and do it the right. next year or whatever there's i think no time to rush also you know what i mean yeah. like and to get into the yoga teacher training yeah like four weeks it's very intense like to be honest and i think you get a lot of informations and you get definitely also i'm pretty sure and I can only talk about my own experience, but what I saw with the other participants, you just get overwhelmed too, because it's such a deep journey, not just on a physical level, but also on a mental, spiritual, and energetic level within yourself. And it's a very beautiful experience. Like really, it was a very beautiful experience, but you know, I think when it comes to integrating things, and I'm saying this now coming from a four-week yoga teacher training i'm pretty sure like doing uh three months six months one year or even like there are also teacher trainings which are three yeah. years or whatever it depends you know i think it's way it's 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 not easier i would say but i i'm definitely agree that integrating things 
you have yeah. more space, you have more time, you have more experiences from your personal daily life, daily life, you know, and not just from this bu- this yoga bubble you're living in for four weeks and then you step out and <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, Fuck <laughs> like, Fuck. like that's what I like. To be honest, like I came out and and I was still in this bubble with all those people, like, and then I came out and I was like, "Fuck, man, yeah. that's real life." And like you're uh, back at real life, you know what I mean? And now integrating all of this, it worked out. But I'm really grateful that I already put a lot of work yeah. in myself before. Um, but yeah, like just go with the feeling. I think this is like your heart, like you said, your heart already yeah. knows what to do. So give your heart actually more space to direct you in, like towards the direction than your mind. You know, let be let let your heart be the one who's like you know, like on the wheel, like like saying, yeah. "Oh, we're going there," and let your mind be the. The, the kind of like who's like yeah. calculating the, the backseat driver you know? he can sit there yeah yeah the backseat driver you know like who's annoying yeah. you like, like all oh, the time maybe you know, we should go this way and you're like no like, i know this is the path like just just stay on it <laughs> give me a break yeah <laughs> let's go for it yeah yeah it's a very that's a very beautiful example and and i think i think that also brings a very beautiful transition to turn into becoming a yoga teacher you know what it means um and also i think what we were talking about in this real quick video chat before we started this podcast um is that the yoga teacher training is just the tip of the iceberg yeah right and yeah i think i would and yeah, I think I would love to. I would love to hear what you when when you heard those words right now. Like, what came up for you? Because I'm pretty sure it resonated with. with you I think any type of teacher, and especially yoga. Yes, okay. Two hundred hours is not enough. You can't just get your two hundred hours and be like, okay, yeah, that's it. I'm a yoga teacher. I think, especially when you are working with humans. <laughs> I say that as if I'm an alien. Um, you need to have this full commitment of, okay, I am, I need to be a student for the rest of my life, right? Because things always change. And, but that is kind of your passport in. And then it's this continue kind of journey between what you want to go is in terms of whether it's a style of yoga that you go down, whether it opens up the doors to energy healing or movement therapy or this the fitness branches coming in it's a balance between that and what you see kind of coming into your life as a result of your yoga so I know the yoga journey for me opened up so many paths in terms of like if we're talking business like my target market I never thought within two years of teaching I'd be mentoring teachers on this path you know what I mean? I'd never thought I would yeah. be doing these things that I was just listening to the universe, listening to the kind of um, questions I was getting, the people who were coming and resonating with me. And it's being open to that process of, okay, I've opened up the floodgates of yoga. Now let's see what's coming in, where I'm drawn to, who's drawn to me. And kind of the it's the dance between the flow and the action, right? I'm, a- I'm actually doing a little dance as mm. I do this because mm. I'm feeling it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yoga can open up so much. Maybe you end up teaching 
your traditional hatha for a year and you're like, okay, no, I need to go more down the subtle roots of energy healing and you go down the whole Reiki path. So, yeah, it is like opening the doors. <laughs> mm. That's very beautifully said. I think the, the universe already like has a plan for you and we like like Steve Jobs said, you know, you can't connect the dots looking backwards. You can, you can only connect. Them. <laughs> no, like you get you, like that was completely the opposite. Like you cannot connect connect the dots looking forward. You can yeah. only connect them looking backwards. And and the reason I'm bringing that up is mm-hmm. trust yourself. Like trust your process. Like I remember myself. Like you know like i was in, especially in dubai i was around all those business people like who had a clear vision and, and i never knew what i wanted to do i felt i like personal training and i like like helping people to get in touch with themselves to get in touch with their own magic again but there was something i was missing there was something which i was missing you know and i was always mm-hmm. so hard on myself trying to figure it out like you said you know you never thought that you would teach yeah. like, yoga teachers you know what I mean? Like how to do specific things. And and it's the process we have to trust. And and I just really encourage everyone out there to allow yourself, like to give yourself the space to unfold this process and to enjoy it as much as you can because it yeah. will unfold perfectly yeah. the way it is. It will, it will, it will. And I'm saying this from my own personal experience, looking back and from trusting that it will it will in the future because back when i think back in days you know like i was okay you become a personal trainer mobility coach then you do this 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 like sarah like i was a personal trainer then i was like just traveling around volunteering everywhere then i thought about like becoming a monk then then i was like okay you know what you do your yoga teacher training then i ended up holding mindful workshops and doing guided meditations. Then I ended up doing my yoga teacher training, not teaching at all, turning into photography and videography. And now I'm connecting all of those yeah. things in one thing. You know what I mean? And it all comes together. And and and, and I just want to make clear, I've never no. planned that. Like I've never planned all of that. This if is there was no plan, the biggest thing like, I would say. Don't get too rigid about your dreams. It's like, have that... Mm it's hard to describe it's like have that kind of vision mm. of who you want to be yeah but then you have to remember like mm. the practice mm. and yourself you are constantly evolving and it's being able to yes. move into that without the resistance of oh but I wanted to do this and I should be doing this no let mm. that like invite mm. that kind of flow and the curiosity in and like you say all these little things that you do beforehand it all, at one point, it's all meant to be because it's all learning you something that's for your future, right? And you'll get mm. to a point where all of this kind yeah. of knowledge starts melting into one. And that's what gives you your uniqueness as a person, as a teacher, as a yes. guide, wherever you want to be. Like, amen again. <laughs> like, amen again. <laughs> like, I definitely agree. Like, and especially about, like what you said, like, I think, and I, I had a big, you know, I, I always struggle a little bit with like, yeah, you know, you need a plan. But then I felt like I can't, I can't put a plan on, 
on this. Like I don't know, and and I have the I have the clarity right now that I will never can put something onto something because, especially when it comes to plans, like like you said, having a vision. But I think sometimes plans they actually limit you by looking to yeah. the left and to the right and 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 looking a little bit backwards and and maybe like going that side road, you know, like exploring this side road and then to go back to the main road and then to be like you know like i think it's 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 like we're so used to kind of like walking yeah. forward all the time and and it reminds me about this one monk you know we were talking about before he also said to me you know imagine your life as a as a path like it's a, like you know it's and i mean i mean like a real path yeah. like i mean like a walkway okay and you have your values and you have what you're standing for and what you want to go right so you actually know that this this walkway goes somewhere and there's left and right you know like it ends on the left and it ends on the right and those are kind of the lines which you know like those are your values they hold your values together what you're standing for yeah. what is true for you you know what i mean but that doesn't mean that you always have to walk forward you can walk backwards you can walk left you can walk right you can, you can dance you, you can, can pause around, you can fall you can stop yeah yeah i think yeah yeah you can do all those things right for me as well like you have to remember when you are stepping into this kind of creating your own life right being responsible for it it is exactly that mm. it's a creative process and it can't be forced mm. i don't think you can have plans you can have structures like you say you have this general guidelines yeah. at your morals that keep you in check with where you need to be but it needs space to develop and yes. ask anyone anyone who's ever created anything you ask them where you come up with the idea and they say mm. the best ideas it comes from the moments of stillness the moments of space it's like a eureka moment where everything mm. is quiet in the world and then boom it comes so i think planning kind of pulls you away from that process i'm really grateful that i'm really grateful that yeah. Did you added pause? Because I because I didn't thought about pause, and like that brings like that blows my mind right now because I could see how yeah. my mind was working there. Yeah, forward, yeah. backward, moving. You have to move all the time, and that's definitely a characteristic of mine. I always have to do something. I hope like otherwise, like yeah, you know, bro, you're not doing anything. But like, taking that pause, leaning back, and allowing and, yourself to and rest reflect in that space, and to be like, yeah. To be like, yeah. let, let, let's have a look at it, you know, like, let's rewind and and, just, and, and yeah. see, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very, very amazing. Yeah. Um, this is a very big topic, I think, which is not just related to yoga. It's related to whatever you want to do in your life. Like, how do you overcome the fear of teaching? Oh, do you ever overcome the fear of teaching? <laughs> that's what I'm... That, that's, that's the, I think yeah. fear can be seen as a good tool because honestly, if mm. something matters to you, you are going to be scared going into that to do it justice, right? Like fear is normal. You need to get rid of mm. this notion of, okay, I, I need to not be fearful to do things. Um, I can tell you now, some days with my anxiety, I'll go into the studio and my heart's racing and I, mm. I, I'm literally shaking. 
but one of the best advice I think my one of my good friends told me when I first started teaching um Allah if you're listening to this I don't know every well it was in his car and he was like you need to switch the perspective of when you become fear-based that fear is arising because you are so caught up in your own bubble about your own expectations people mm. expectations of you how you're going to perform and how you're going to be perceived and he said switch mm. the perspective of when you walk into that room it is no longer about you eye contact with the people in front of you and remember you're there for them and that's how i kind of i don't say i overcome it but that's what gives me the push to actually keep going and turning up is the fact that okay yes i'm scared as an as an individual yes this is unknown to me yes i feel like i'm putting myself out there i'm putting myself out there to be judged but it is not about me the reason i am doing this and i'm stepping into this room or whatever you're about to do is for the other people there mm. Mm. Yes. and it's it's tough it is yeah. a process and it, yeah. i wish i could say yeah once you've done it for like a year you'll never get scared not because if you are speaking from the heart matters of the heart it's that vulnerability that makes you scared right it's the fact that okay i am mm. sharing so much yeah. of myself to these people um mm. but again yes. it's just the shift of okay I look at the greater good here yeah and i think i think what you just said is a very beautiful example for for whatever kind of situation you face when fear comes up it can be in a relationship where you have to talk where you want to bring up a topic which is which you know could be could be a tough one but then to actually shift your perspective that it's about love like it's about you you want to come together it's not about being separated yeah. or whatever it is you know what i mean and i think changing your perspective and to see that there are so many different perspectives so don't take your own perspective which you have in the first place yeah like don't overvalue it you know what i mean like it's just the first impression you have there are feelings coming up and like you said yeah you you want to kind of like create a beautiful space when you walk into this class and when you teach you know what i mean but this is the thing it will happen the way it happened everything is perfect the way it is right and if there's something coming up which you never experienced or maybe some things didn't work out the way it's like you said at the beginning it's a teaching it's it it this is the thing that's what i was talking about the other day we see those kind of things as problems or challenges but they are actually situations of growth because it creates it's like you adapt you get you you know you learn you know okay the next time i do it like that because then i can prevent yeah. of it's, this happening again it's all a gift I mean? like whatever. one of my favorite quotes from yeah. um one of the best books i ever read the conversations with god i have it wrote down in my purse mm. it's, it just says i have sent you nothing but angels and even if we're talking personal mm. if we're talking like actual human beings or we're talking about situations and stuff that we get in where we feel like oh why is this happening to mm. me no it's it's an angel it's a guide it's there for a reason which can you say it again can you say it's sorry sorry i didn't want to do it i don't know it's gone now. 
Oh shit! I uh, I messed up. Look, look, guys, that's that's the lesson. Next time, don't it's it's the state of flow. But yeah, are you want about? Can I repeat the quote yeah. again? Okay, it's basically yeah. in my favorite book. Just one line that says, "I have sent you nothing but angels." So everything is that gift, that guide. Whether mm, you perceive gift, it yeah. as bad, it's a terrible situation, or it's a person, or mm. there is always a gift within it, and it's always trying to serve you to yeah. evolve. Mm. Yes. Are you done now? <laughs> I just don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, like you're so right. And I think I would love to share one thing that helped me when it comes to those fearful situations. And and I'm so grateful for a friend of mine, like Nico, who gave me that advice. He said, when you face a situation which is uncomfortable and you're maybe scared or fearful or you've never faced that situation, return back to your breath. Take a deep inhale and a deep exhale, like breathe into yourself because what's happening there is you turn into stillness. You create a, a little space of stillness where you can actually catch some clear thoughts, what it's about, mm -hmm. what you just said, right? And then to actually just be like, because this is the thing, right? What's happening emotionally has an effect on our body. So what are we doing when we feel, when we feel fearful? Our shoulders go forward. We want to protect our heart. We, we don't want to be vulnerable, right? Because we're going to we, we're going to share like we're going to share ourselves in like 10 minutes so like let's close up no like open yourself like like open your shoulders open your heart and breathe deeply allow this space to unfold and receive you know what i mean and and it's i know like i invited you to this of course. interview but i would love to share one more thing um which was so beautifully i was joining a man circle on monday And we were talking about the heart and we were talking about that we sometimes think that the heart you know like it's not able to kind of like hold fear or that pain we feel and he brought up something which which is related to the space of the heart and that blew my mind and he said no matter how much salt you pour into a river it will never become an ocean And what he was saying, no matter what you're going through, no matter how painful it is, your heart can always manage that. Keep it open, breathe, and allow yourself to feel it because it will dissolve in the infinite space of our heart. And that was mind-blowing for me when I heard that, when he said that. And I was like, bro. Did you give him another amen? No, like this is a new thing. Like, this is it's a good. new thing. I don't know. I've never said that before. And amen. Yeah. But I felt that mic drop, you know, and but because no one amen. can see us, like, I felt like but, amen. Yeah, it's know? true. Like, yeah. it, it is, again, it's back onto that kind of subject of vulnerability, right? It's our deepest feelings. But that's yeah. the only way that you are going to grow and get over this stuff and actually really feel like you've lived a life fulfilled is keeping that space open. Mm. yeah please <laughs> keep it open guys keep it open <laughs> um some people ask like what what is it like to teach full-time because i think first of all i would love 
I, I would love to go into two directions. The first direction is because I think sometimes have a complete different picture how it is because I also know teachers who were teaching, I don't know how many, not thousands classes, but a lot of classes during the week which then ended up like super burned out yeah. and like, you know what I mean? And then on the other side, if it's sustainable, if there's like, you know, because you're also like teaching a lot of people like, you know, like business-wise, I think you also give yes. a lot of advice, you know, to yoga teachers. Um, those two kind of directions would be amazing. Maybe maybe we can start with that one, you know, like what people expect, how it is. Every, to be a yoga yeah, it's, to I think it full-time. depends um, where you're actually based. So I think we're lucky in Dubai that we are valued as professionals. Mm-hmm. So we don't get paid pence for our sessions. So in that respect, it's a little bit more doable in cities where it's actually valued and you're not running around and you're not earning pittance for your time. But it's it's a graft. Mm. And is it sustainable? <sighs> Honestly, like doing it two years, I am looking for ways in which, like I said, the yoga comes out in branches, right? So now how can I mm. use my other skills to bring a little bit more income in so I can rest a little bit from full-time teaching because it's it's energy for one Mm. it's physical as well especially if you're teaching beginners there's a lot of like demoing that you have to do and yeah it's it's exhausting it's Mm. reality is people want yoga either first thing in the morning or after work at night so you have to Mm. work those hours too and it's I'm not going to glorify yeah. it and be like, it's the best thing. It's the best job out there because it's not. But if you are doing it, not as a job, like a lot of the teachers who carry on teaching full time, it's because they don't see it as a job. It's an actual lifestyle for us. It's a calling, you know? So if you were just mm-hmm. doing it because you've seen, Oh, but I've seen all these yogis on Instagram. It looks like a nice life. It's pretty chill. I can just teach yoga. No, you'll burn out. Like it's hard work. It's graft. It's you obviously you have no basic salary, no medical, all that kind of thing. So you are self-sustaining. Do I think that should put people off? Definitely not because people need yoga teachers in the world. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And that was definitely something um, I definitely agree with you um, with all your points. From from the other perspective, like, yeah, okay, you already kind of like answered it with the sustainability. I think, you know, this is the thing, like, it's very hard to say, is it sustainable? Is it sustainable or not? Yeah. Like you said, it depends where you live, right? It depends where you are and, and like what you offer, how many sessions you have, like, and how, yeah. I think it depends on a lot of things, but I, I believe yeah. like it's sustainable. hundred percent. And I think you know we live I mean? in a world now, especially with the millennials, me being one of them coming up. I, I don't think going forward, the world will stick to the whole, okay, we have one job, one kind of category in which we're doing. Like it's mm-hmm. the same with you, with your videos, your photos. Yeah. There's many kind of pools that we can dip our toes into that can make our life as a yoga teacher more sustainable and a little bit easy by utilizing the skills that we've had from before as well and mixing it in. It's also just 
planning your months yeah. so you know that workshops obviously will bring a little bit more money in so if you're doing one workshop a month then that gives you a little bit of injection of cash so it's like it's knowing mm-hmm. and this is why I'll always say you should do a kind of business kind of um, development on yourself whether you are writing down and it's knowing where your strengths lie what alongside the yoga what experience do you have and how you can collate all these kind of things that's within your strength bracket to kind of build you as a personal brand. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. And we will come to, to self-worth as a teacher um, after one more question. And it's a question I received um, and it was about, it was from a from from a girl who asked like she's teaching yoga and she can feel it takes so much energy from her and how she can actually sustain her energy you know what i mean like i, I know i know what you mean yeah i i'm I nodding think, you, i'm just I, thinking how i can yeah. so it is yeah it's tough it's, because it's really hard right there's energy exchange right And some classes, you feel it. You become so aware of these sort of energies that's going around the room. Some classes, you can leave those classes feeling amazing because the energy has been on point, you know. Other classes, Mm. you know that you've gave so much and you do feel like it kind of drops your energy. Mm. What I should say is find a comfortable kind of medium with how many classes you're given a day. For me, my happy class, classes a day would be three. If I do three classes a day, my energy is good. I can give as much as I can. Now, if there's points and there'll be days where you're like, no, I need to give more because your demands, your clients and stuff. For one, check how much you are demoing in a class. I was very lucky as in my yoga teacher, Natalia Fata, by the way, I want to mention her. She's incredible. Um, like maybe you can maybe you yeah. can send me like some of her information yeah. for everyone who's maybe living in Dubai and who also yeah. would love and to she, you know do that. She does a lot of personal development as well. But she made us. She was like, as soon as you start teaching, she's like, get up, get off the mat, walk around the room, and teach with your voice. She has saved me from mm. so much injuries and burnout from doing that. And she's made me into a better teacher from doing that because it is learning how to vocalize what your body is doing. If you're demonstrating, you're you're becoming lazy, right? And you're also tiring out the body. Yeah. Now, if you are doing all of this and you're still getting burnt out, it is a matter of sometimes between classes, if I have 30 minutes, I set my timer for 20 minutes, I lie down on the floor, I watch my breath and I just make space for myself you know mm-hmm. it is you have to slow down yeah. if you're doing so much and you're giving so much energy you have to have the balance because you can't serve from an empty mm-hmm. cup and if you're saying to me i can't slow down this this and this you need to think about just reassessing what you're doing with the mm-hmm. yoga yeah I, I totally agree. I remember my time in Dubai mm-hmm. when I was working as a personal trainer. And I, I remember my peak month was 140 personal <laughs> training hours per month. I was, I'm not, 
I'm not talking. I'm not. I'm really not talking about the time I was on the street by driving there, but like, and this is the thing, you know, like, it's like your passion and what you want, like, which mm-hmm. what what ones lit you up, you know what I mean, and like keep you kept you driving, like, it just becomes like a another thing yeah. you just do to sustain whatever it is, you know what I mean, and. And to keep that magic up, you know, to keep that passion up, and like, even for me now, like with the the experiences and the advice or the the things you do, like sharing that, I think it's a very, very, like, yeah, those are really valid, and like, I think it's a very, very important thing for everyone who's like in the healthcare, who's working with people, right, like one on one in groups. It is such a big like the energy yeah. exchange is insane. Like it's insane. Like you, if you've never done that before, you know. If if I was used to just sitting in front of a a, a PC, you know what I mean. There was no human interaction before I started in the, in the healthcare in the healthcare system. It is like you are drained because you. It's your attention, the energy you give. You know what I mean and. And I think one thing I would love to add, because I was thinking about that question too, was also, you know, to to not try to fight that. Like, oh, I'm low in energy now, or what means low, right? I just feel a different energy. I can feel that, my, you know, I'm getting a little bit tired or no. exhausted. To not fight against that. Oh, fuck, yeah. I have to feel and that I find high all that's the time. You know the, I mean? Even last night. So I my Sunday classes are a slow flow. And same, full moon yesterday, energy's mm-hmm. low. I turned up, but I, I, I say to them, I'm like, <laughs> I, you have to teach from the space that you're feeling. And as long as mm-hmm. I'm turning up and I'm willing to give, and it turns out everyone who was on the slow flow last night, when they all tuned in, I was like, how's everyone feeling? And they're like, oh, I just feel so heavy, you know? Like, I've got no energy, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we're all in this together. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I knew from that they were in the same space as me. So I'm like, yeah. okay, how can I teach from this space that's going to be of value to this feeling? So again, mm. it's all intuition, man. It's not blocking and numbing and doing what you think you should do and expect. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's flowing. Yeah. You're just flowing with it, right? Like, it's, it's and I think this is a very mm-hmm. important point. Like, it's authenticity, right? to to step up for yourself to because we've been like okay look like we've been told like okay never say that you're sad angry or that you feel that you feel emotional or whatever it is right we always like hey how hey how are you yeah Yeah. i'm I'm perfect i'm good like but you can already sense that no they're not good you know what i mean like we're so used to like wearing that mask right of yeah everything is fine everything is fine but and this is the beautiful thing that you just explained. Like, yeah. there's a reason why you maybe feel that energy. And then to be authentic in that gives you, like, the ability. And now talking about teaching, like, it gives you the ability to have so many yeah. different phases of teaching. You know what I mean? And to experience yourself and the way you teach and the way the, the class is kind of like, like, the energy yeah. of the class is kind of, like, flowing, like, it gives you so much more experience and you open yourself up to so many possibilities to see, oh, wow, maybe 
this is the kind of like exactly. yoga I want to go more into or it's for me like, as well it's like it's, amazing, it's walking into that think... room and knowing I've had multiple times where because I always stay in my classes and I usually do like one flow that lasts for two weeks if I'm in mm. studios and I've walked into that room and the theme that okay. I'm teaching just doesn't sit right in my heart or something's happened in the car and I've felt something different mm -hmm. and I've and I've walked into the room and I think about the flow that I've planned for the energy that's around and I'm like I cannot teach this you know and it's knowing that on that point mm. it's, it's like a complete flip and I'm like okay what am I feeling what space do I need to teach from now you know mm. yeah 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 it's like this is the thing right it's so beautiful mm -hmm. how this whole conversation connects the dots like what you said right about yeah it's not about it's not about you it's not about going in there and like 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 yeah. putting that flow you already created perfectly to put it on them right yeah. they're not feeling it right now but you put them on them like you yeah. have to do this right now but this is not what it's about you know what i mean and then you just go with the flow you can feel the energy and then you'll be like okay look just go yeah. with that and and know that everything will be fine then you experience new like little side rows yeah. on your path right like oh that's interesting oh this is an experience oh this is an ex and then you also gain self like yeah you, you gain also self-confidence in my opinion like you're like yeah. you know what it's like i can do that though you know like no matter what comes, it like sounds come, 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 come. You can it come. sounds like i have an open for me heart. like i always say oh yeah no i i totally wing it and I don't mean I wing it as in it doesn't matter. It's just the fact of, you, you don't know what winging it means. It means it? like, I've um, never heard that word. there's no plan. No. You turn up and you, it, it's just, you completely wing it. Like, I don't know how to explain okay. it. But it's, I yeah. think it is that being able to wing it or not plan and just be in tune. That's where you get the self-confidence and so much revelation comes from that, you know. Mm, mm, yeah mm, yeah so much flow like a friend of mine a friend of mine like he said the other day structure is good but imagine structure mm -hmm. as the skeleton we have right we're not thinking about thinking about our skeleton which holds us in place like which gives us structure no like we trust you know what i mean like it's there it's it's important that it's there otherwise we would just fall down but you know we just trust and and we we trust that it holds us in line you know and holds us in place yeah. but then we just we just do the other things you know what i mean and this is the same i think with 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 doing you know with teaching or whatever it is to kind of like have a little bit of a structure like this like i told you at the beginning of this of this conversation like you know we have a little bit of a structure a little bit of a line but if we would have been super super exact and perfect and we have to talk about this yeah, and this no. This, this it's like it's having that structure that but then being able to move you know? from that place right yeah yeah i definitely agree um i'm just reading i'm just reading the last question because it's a very long one that's why i'm pausing a little bit um i think pause right now pause <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> at the end i can i can <laughs> at the end i can put it together oh, okay. in four words self-worth as a teacher that's it like, it's because it's a it heavy took, subject it took me a little bit you know like <laughs> yeah 
it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's heavy. It is, I so, understand. So, like, Don't worry, you have I to got understand you. that. Um, self-worth as a teacher. Yeah, I think it is something that's always in the back of our head and it gets harder because we're not talking business-wise as a different entity that we can kind of pull back from. Like, we are our own business. Um, so then you do start having the questions mm. of, okay, like, am I worth this much? Should I be charging this much? Um, to that I would always say before you start teaching see if you can switch your self-worth from not a place of what you do start thinking about your self-worth coming from a place of who I am as a person (laughs) yeah so it's like before we get onto like the money aspects and all that kind of thing it's knowing that, okay, I am a worthy human being because I have took ownership of my life. I have the courage to go out there and do something new. I have the discipline to go onto my trainings. I have this, this, and this. So then it builds this character of, yes, I'm worthy rather than, okay, I'm only worthy because I've, I earned this much money or I'm only worthy because this is a success, you know? Mm. forget about what you're going to retain forget about whether things go good and bad whether your ideas fail even though they never do um just come from the place of okay i hold my worth in the fact i have the courage to turn up for who and what i believe in every single day that would be number one um when it comes to seeing your worth as a teacher especially with yoga it's such like a gray area because people are like yeah but yoga should be for free blah 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 and I'm like okay yeah you're spiritual you shouldn't be earning money off this and I'm like hang on a minute for one I am a professional I have invested I don't even want to calculate the amount of dollars I have invested of not just Mm. in yoga teacher training right it's Mm. all anatomy training I've done my PT course Mm. mobility courses like I have invested in a lot in a Mm. which enables me to serve the population better now I know my specific skill set might be a little bit more than someone else so do you know what I am happy to charge 50 dirham more for a PT because I know in myself what Mm. I give is a value and I have confidence in what I can do we don't live in ashrams anymore. We are yoga teachers. Right. Some of us have mouths to feed. We have rent to pay. We have mortgages to pay. We have cars. We have a life that mm-hmm. needs sustaining. Even to the point of, okay, yeah. I go around someone's house, the, even the clothes that I wear, you know, like we have a uniform as well. So it's, especially if you live yeah. in this Western world where you are, sustaining life then why not should why shouldn't we get an exchange for that yeah i like it's it's crazy like the mindset most of us switch into when we think yeah. about how much should i church for one hour yeah and then, and then you're you... like but it's it's only 60 minutes right but then think about the hours like you you read a book you were watching a youtube video you were educating yourself 
you were practicing, mm-hmm. you were doing your own practice, like all those things, yeah. the hours, the value of the time you spent develop, developing that unique way yeah. of teaching, if it's yoga, person, whatever it is, there is so much. And at the end, like when we come from that point, it's no. not even val- like there is no value to it at all. Like, and what I mean by that is like you will never find a, a, a good price for that. You know what I mean? Like you could charge one million per hour, or even there's there's no limit. But what I'm the reason I'm saying this is because like believe in yourself. Like look mm-hmm. back and reflect and see like shit. I did all of that. Like and everything. What we were talking about. It's the dots. Everything. This little thing. What I've learned is one experience, which has nothing to do with yoga. But now it, it brings value towards my teaching, so it influences yeah. the way. I'm teaching. And it's it's a service. So, and even like with me, I was having this conversation this weekend, actually, Yeah. when I was doing handstand training on Zoom um, with one of my friends and we were training together. And mm. even to the point of the skills, I mean, I'm not talking about yoga now because I give PTs on skill base, like handstands, press handstands. Even the hours that it got mm. me to understand my body, to get to these specific skills, to then be able to teach out, like like you said, it's not just trainings. Mm-hmm. It's the physical time we have spent on the mat. It's this mm-hmm. inner knowledge that we're cultivating all the time. And to be honest, that we have to sustain and still carry on understanding yes. to be able to give that out. Like it's, I dread, I, I think I'd actually be sick <laughs> if I worked out how many hours I'd spent on my body, on my trainings, on myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like And time is energy, you, you right? You can just give up like okay. It's one of the most like, valuable um currencies yeah. is your yeah. time. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah. Another cur- like another energy is money. And I would love I would love to because this is the thing I think like I've been raised up with such a and and I'm still working on it but with such a negative money mindset. Yeah. Oh my god. Like it was insane. And 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 this is this is one exercise that helped me and that I give to people. I have a talk about this like all the time. And it's it's from Laura Merlina Seiler. She's like a spiritual kind of like teacher in Germany and she was saying like imagine if money would show up as a person in front of your door like knocking on the door and you opening it. How what how would it look like? How would this person when it would be money? How would it look like? And for me, it was like a you know Al Capone no gangster. Way. It's about you know <laughs> making money. It's about corruption. It's like it's always like yeah, like that's how I I I had a really kind of like you can only make money yeah. if you do this something. This is something is I'm not, very glad you, know. you brought up because it's something that's been in my head um, the past few weeks actually. Is people's So I've had probably a different upbringing to you in respects of how I'm viewing money. And I think that's what's led me to be quite Mm. a little bit, what's the word? People say successful, but it's what's allowed me to to kind of take the risks is because I have, I learned very early on Mm. that money, yes, okay, it matters in the sense of this is how we live, but you can't hold on too tight to it. And then it needs to flow as well. And I think if you are going into the self-employed, you should really look at 
your relationship with money because if you're grasping onto it and you're treating it as like okay this is so valuable and it's just this feeling of want all that you're putting out there is again you're manifesting whatever's going Mm. in inside okay so you're just manifesting more want of the money whereas when you let go of your grasp and for me I don't Mm. find it hard spending money I can be like, this sounds bad, but I, but that's the thing. If I want something, I'm like, and it's, <laughs> I think it's of value to me. I don't mind actually giving that away because it's an exchange, right? I don't hold money in this high freaking regard. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's what makes the circle yeah. kind of complete is the fact that I can give it away. So then it can come back to me and then I do give mm-hmm. it out. It's the same with like donations and, free classes Mm. and I can give away and that Mm. enables me to receive I think and and I would I would bring up up that kind of like because it's very interesting I'm pretty it's 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 nice to Mm -hmm. see that the the mindset you've been raised up with definitely has an effect on the relationship you have with money right and and it's very nice that we have this yeah. this difference this 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 complete opposite you know what i mean like because it 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 maybe also mm-hmm. helps the people out there to actually resonate with it from different perspectives and for more people to resonate with it and and i and so like yeah i agree with yeah. every single word you said and especially when it comes to holding on to money right so what's happening on an energetic like level what's happening there you're holding on to yeah. money because you are scared you're fearful of losing it so what that creates is like such a negative low Mm -hmm. you can call it vibration frequency energy whatever it is like such an such a very low emotional energetic response towards money which then makes it impossible to receive because you will always lose it like that that's one thing i have to learn about myself like i like i was the worst like really i had money I spend it. And I thought like, why, why do I can't save money? And for sure, because, because the reason I was, I was so scared of not having enough money that every, every time I received something I wanted to hold on to, but because it was such a negative charge kind of like action, I lost it. Like I gave, I gave it away because why? I felt scared, you know. It, yeah, because you value so I it. I give it away much. because I don't want to feel that way. It, but then this is I want more. The one thing that I'm only yeah, aware yeah. of now when so I'm older much. is my dad so always used to say, "He was like, sir, it's only money," and I'm like, "Thank God, like you have mm. imprinted that into my head because it's so true. It's a piece of paper. Yes, okay, we have yeah. to live with it, but it's not the be all and end all of life, right?" We all know that mm. you can have millions in the freaking bank and still be ridiculously unhappy. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. And you know what the interesting thing is? I raised up the complete opposite. Like, and I understand that, you know, my mom, she was alone, like we were alone and then with my sister and and it's, it's, it's a, you know, it it's also depends on which kind of main, mindset you've been born in, what your parents taught you. And then what kind of circumstances you're in but like now being able to reflect on it and to see yeah. like hmm, look at it like let, give me a second why do i think like that like and it's so interesting yeah, like, it's like, like what you just said right now it's just money right like I, 
like I like I have to give you that example right now. It it was yesterday. Like I was thinking about like coloring my hair, you know, kind of shit, right? Yeah, like and I've never thought about coloring my my hair, like never. So I went out there and I went to different like you know saloons, and they were saying like yeah, it costs a shitload of money for me here. You know, it's like around fifty euros, which is nothing to buy. I know. Yeah. But for Bali, it's a lot, you know, for just your, your fucking hair. And then I was yeah. like, nah, no, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, and for sure, you, you should not be naive, right? But when you said that it's just money and like, you know, I could see now how I was holding on to that kind of like, yeah, you know, like you, you know, you don't want it that bad. But then I was like, but I would love to do that. So why not investing something which then gives me energy and kind of like a good feeling which then kind of brings in i don't know what it's going to be like you know like money money again it's like this kind of flow of receiving and giving receiving and giving and if it gives you a good feeling like you said you know if, if it gives you a nice yeah. energy and you feel that's like, the thing it's value wow, and this is where i think people to. have to be careful like, because it's like oh yeah if it gives me a nice feeling like okay say let's take alcohol for example because this is what some people are going to think like yeah "Yeah, but what about like alcoholic stuff like that Mm. they get a good feeling from buying alcohol it's like no they need to look at where the good feeling comes from is the good feeling coming from a place that needs to be healed is it coming because you're numbing a certain part of you if that makes Mm. sense that's the only thing i'll add with that it's like Mm. true value Mm. that it's going to add to your life yeah wow like a lot of it's so interesting mm-hmm. like I, I i receive a lot of like realizations right now which which are, which are very beautiful i'm really grateful right now um yeah like, to be honest like we're on the show now for 40 85 minutes um we went through all the yeah. questions we were talking about other things and and i just want to say thank you first of all for this beautiful conversation um for all the, the wisdom, the knowledge, the insights, the experiences it's a that you service shared with to us. And it is, it definitely is. And and if if, okay. it's, if it's not in service for anyone else, it was in service for me. Like, because I could, I could see a lot of things for me, like, which resonated an even new perspective on things and, like, becoming aware of, like, I'm just super grateful and... Just for everyone who's listening, I will definitely share every kind of link, workshop, her Instagram, whatever it is, like on in the descriptions below. You can have, if you have questions about yeah. Sarah, um, I like, want to add as check well, her out I do do um, newsletters Hala. every week now with me trying to serve the community better. There's two newsletters, awesome. one for students and one geared towards um, teachers as well. So there's little tips and tricks that'll help you teaching, social media, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. So if you're interested, sign it up. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, like check her out. Like really, um, first of all, she's an amazing human being. And second, she's a badass yoga teacher and handstander and all that. Like every time when she's doing some crazy shit on Instagram, <laughs> I just swipe through the stars because I'm like super challenged because you can do all that bullshit. No, thank you for having no, me. No, like Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. Like, ah, yeah. uh, like, I feel so good. Like, <laughs> on fire, on fire, on fire. Thank you so much. 
And do you have something you would love to add, or even like if you would love to share, if you have like an upcoming um, online retreat, a workshop, I am in or whatever the moment, it is. Like, um, just recording my first ever online kind of social media yoga as a business um, course. So when I was on about the professional development and seeing Ooh. yourself as a brand, um, that's going to come out in the next two weeks. So look out for it. I am here to just empower and liberate people who are on a similar path to me. So yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Awesome. Definitely check her out. I will link everything. And it's been a yeah. It's been a pleasure, my Sarah, friend. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Like after only texting over Instagram and sending like, only sixty seconds, yeah. like Instagram it's a, it's voice. It's a development. Next time, other, it's, it's in real life. Yeah, I'm really really Done. grateful. <laughs> I don't even know. Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. After how many years? <laughs> I, I stopped counting. I stopped counting. No. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you to everyone who was listening. Um, I hope this kind of conversation gave, gave you some insights, some inspiration, some empowerment to actually just to just see that you're amazing the way you are and that you carry this infinite potential within you and there's nothing to be scared of. And yeah. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, you too. See you guys.